I think when you overload your schedule and you're feeling very resentful about all of the things that you've got to do or you're doing so much that you're now lacking motivation and things that used to fuel your passion are no longer passionate for you. Today on the Big Sis Pod, we're going to give you plenty of great tips to help prevent you from burning out. And to help me on this topic, I'm joined by Harmony Robinson-Stagg, who specializes in women's hormonal health and burnout. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. So great to have you. And I think as women, you know, we're always putting other people's needs first. And I think it's just so common, every single female that I know We just give and give and give. And so it's no surprise to me that you're specializing in this topic because I'm even really needing a bit of a rehash on this as well. A hundred percent. I guess it's in our DNA a little bit, isn't it? That we have that sort of nurturer, that feminine mother sort of energy about us. And so we do, we often put others before our own needs, but we do know that that can lead to much burnout. Exactly right. So first of all, I'm going to go through your title of an AR Veda alchemist. Okay, so what is that? Because I can't even pronounce it and I have no idea what that is. So talk us through that. (laughs) I am actually an Ayurvedic practitioner. So I'm an Ayurveda and women's health practitioner. And Ayurveda, it's a traditional Eastern medicine and it is rooted in India and it's been around for more than 5,000 years. So it's been tried and tested. It actually has eight branches to it. And so a lot of that's lifestyle and diet and herbs, but you know, surgery was also one of those branches. The word Ayurveda itself means the health and the science and knowledge of health and longevity. Mm -hmm. So it is the science of life, the science of life and longevity. Amazing. What made you want to get into it? I've always been into natural health and medicine. I am a registered nurse actually by trade. I'm still practicing registered nurse, but I saw the limitations in Western medicine and I knew that to help women on a more holistic way would be to incorporate those Eastern philosophies because Ayurveda doesn't look at health as just sort of like our physical symptoms or our physical being. It looks at health as being physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, and even dharmic, which means our soul's journey and our soul's purpose. So when we look at all of those aspects in women, we can really help to get them to an optimized healthy state. And as a woman, that really means optimizing our hormonal health and our hormones play a big role and have a huge impact on our burnout. Interesting. And I love that. Like we decided to take our shoes off for this podcast recording to get ourselves grounded. So I love that you've got that balance between your spiritual side and that knowledge as well as the medical side. Yeah, I think it's part of my mission is to bridge the gap between Eastern and Western medicine. There's a place for both of those, especially in our modern world. Mm. So I think it is really beautiful to be able to integrate these medicines together Wonderful. All right. Well, we're going to get straight into these tips that you've brought along for us today. I'm very excited because I, as I said, I need a reminder. I am quite exhausted this year getting this back up and running, the Big Sis Pod and all the other bits and bobs. So I know I'm not alone. Can't wait to get these tips out. So we're going to try and avoid burning out. So tip number one. 
Yeah. So when it comes to burnout, you know, like anything with our health, the first thing is self-awareness. We have to be really self-aware of the signals that our body's giving us first. And often we're ignoring those. Like you said at the very start of this podcast is that we're often serving everyone else before our own needs. And sometimes we can really blunt those signals that our body or our mind is giving us and ignore, ignore, ignore until they're screaming at us. So starting to cultivate more self-awareness means to like take time every day just to ask yourself no, really, how am I really? Not just how am I, like how am I really? How am I feeling? How is my body feeling? How am I feeling in my mind? How am I feeling about what I'm doing today? And just really sort of understanding yourself on that deeper level. Have you got any signs that we should look out for? So with that self-awareness tip, are there some signs where you go, oh, that's a no-brainer, you're definitely starting to burn out? Yeah, absolutely. I think when you overload your schedule and you're feeling very resentful about all of the things that you've got to do or you're doing so much that you're now lacking motivation and things that used to fuel your passion are no longer passionate for you or you're feeling really fatigued. We talk about with burnout from like more of a an Ayurvedic or a medical point of view is this HPA access dysregulation, which is our hypothalamic pituitary adrenal dysregulation. And that's all about how our hormones get dysregulated because the amount of stress that our body is perceiving because of all the things we have to do. Our body doesn't differentiate different types of stress. So whether you're about to get hit by a car, you've got a full inbox of like clients trying to book with you or, you know, like you said, new business adventures, your body's going to be producing these stress hormones. You know, they're not different and your body will give you these signals. So you'll become either feel very flighty, your anxiety will exacerbate, you will feel maybe mentally fatigued in the head, brain fog, you'll start to forget little things and all of these things a little signs and symptoms, but everyone might manifest it differently in their body too. So you might find that you're getting more headaches or tight neck and shoulders, hip pain, whatever that might be for you, because we're all so individual. And that's why it's really important to have that self-awareness to start to understand your own body and your signs and symptoms. Mm, very true. And do you find when you're talking about these conversations with women that you help, do you find that they're unable to say no? Because that's a huge thing for women again. Like trying not to generalise, but a lot of women find it hard to say no. So that busy schedule, actually saying the words no or, you know, not that interested or Mm. trying to word it in a nice way. Not exactly. 100% because, you know, a lot of the time we've been brought up to be, you know, the nice girls, the pleasers and all of those kind of things that come with that. And a lot of the time we want to be as well. And I think it's such an important point that you bring up because one of my other tips to prevent burnout is really setting boundaries. And those boundaries are not just with your family and your friends, so with your schedule, also your work, but with yourself because often we are the ones that let our boundaries down to ourselves. So we do become an entrepreneur to work our own hours and then we're actually a slave to ourselves because we don't have those clear boundaries set. We don't have, you know, nope, I'm going to work from 9 till 3.30 and when the kids get home, it's, it's all over. We're like, oh, I better run to that email and because we feel the pressure on ourselves as business women, but we really have to articulate our boundaries to everyone else as we do to ourselves. And if we don't articulate to others, they don't know if they've overstepped them, right? And then mm. that again leads to that that fatigue, that resentment, that overcommitment. Have you got some advice of how you can start implementing those healthy boundaries? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think first of all is sit with yourself and write them down. Like literally, what are my work hours if you're a female entrepreneur? Like what do I want? What are my boundaries in my relationships? What am I going to allow myself to do? I think if you write something down, it like manifests. (laughs) Yeah, it makes it official, doesn't it? It does. And as you said, on a spiritual side, you're calling it in and, and it's done. Yeah, absolutely. But totally makes it official. So write it down and they're your values and your ethics as well. They all come into play with your boundaries. If you don't know your values, then it's really hard to set those boundaries. Definitely. And I've been finding that myself, I'm paying all my team members and I wasn't paying myself. Mm. And so then I was like, right, I've actually got to pay myself. So I'm valuing my own time and working out almost an hourly rate because Everyone else is on one and I'm just like working till 10 o'clock at night and not paying myself. Totally. Yes. I hear you. Yes. So great (laughs) advice. So tip number three, maybe we could go through daily routine. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to burnout, if you do not have any sort of routine, so if you're someone that just likes to fly by, get up in the morning and the first thing you do is like quickly wake up, then you chug down some coffee and then you getting the kids and rushing out of the house, then you're already putting yourself into that sympathetic state. And we've got the parasympathetic, which is our rest and digest, or the sympathetic state, which is our stress response. So the minute you've woken up, you've just been in this flight of response. Our heart rate goes up, our breathing goes up, our cortisol gets pumped out, adrenaline gets pumped out, the stress hormones. And then you go and chug coffee down to get through your day. And Mm. again, like I said before, your body doesn't differentiate the different type of stresses. That caffeine fix is actually an adrenaline rush, right? It's producing stress hormones. So your body's always in this flight. And then we come to decision fatigue. If we don't have like a routine for ourselves, if we don't know what we're doing, then we get into this whole decision fatigue of where we're going with our day. And it can be another stress added to your body. So when we can have some sort of routine, like even if you just wake up, take a few breaths, wash your face, you know, just sit with yourself for a minute even, you are allowing your body to be in that parasympathetic state. You're allowing to come to yourself first, come home first and just breathe into that moment and set your day up for success. Like all successful people really, well, the one thing they have in common is that they have a morning routine or what we call dinacharya in Ayurveda. Amazing. And I've got lots and lots of female friends here on the Gold Coast that are entrepreneurs and I agree with that. The successful ones make that time for themselves in the morning. So that's fantastic. We could probably move into then a lot of people's morning routine is the meditation. So we could probably go into the next tip, which is finding stillness. Yeah, absolutely. With burnout, obviously you've like burnt out, right? You've overdone things. So we need to come back to self. And there's been so many studies that have proven that meditation is so beneficial on so many levels for so many things, but specifically for burnout. Because what that does is it's bringing us back into that parasympathetic state, which means it's balancing out our stress hormones. And people say like, how do I meditate? Like, how do I do it? It's a practice. Like just sit down, shut up and shut your eyes and just breathe. You know, (laughs) that's how you meditate really. And you, you'll get like thoughts. They come into your mind. You're human. That's going to happen. It's just about being able to dissolve those thoughts or not attaching a meaning to those thoughts. So even with my sons, I like to say, just allow the thought to be there and picture a cloud going in and it can jump on the cloud and move out. 
And then some people who don't love just sitting meditation, I often say for women, a really good one is to lay down on your back and then put your legs up a wall. So you're laying on your back, flipped up with your legs up the wall, and that automatically drops us into that parasympathetic state. Oh, I didn't know that one. It's so good. like, And it's so good after a long day because it grounds us. It allows the blood to rush down and nurture all of our women parts as well. So really good for hormone balancing. Wow. Yeah. And then the other way would be a lot of people might find it easier to focus on the breath and incorporate breath work. And breath work is amazing for regulating the central nervous system, which is what essentially we need to do with burnout. Awesome. So with, I mean, it's almost a bit of a how long is a piece of string, but with the meditation, what would be the minimum you would really need in that morning routine? I would say seriously, what you realistically will do every day. Okay. So if five minutes is all that you can say I can realistically do, then just do five minutes. 20 minutes seems to be like that magic number, but if you can do five minutes, it's better than no minutes. And breathing for five minutes and slowing everything down is amazing and you will notice the benefits. Very cool. And for a lot of the women that do have kids, and how old are your children? They're 10 now. Okay, cool. So teaching them that meditation, that would have been very interesting. (laughs) Yeah, they love it though. There's actually a free app called Insight Timer and it's got like heaps of guided meditation and kids meditation. So sometimes I'll ask for it at night. Can we have a meditation? I'm like, yep, (laughs) put the meditation on. Amazing. And do they fall asleep then for like bedtime routine? They love it. They also love the ritual of it if we do it as a family. I mean, we don't do it every night to be honest, but if they ask for it and if everyone's wound up, we definitely go to that and they absolutely love it. Beautiful. And if people can't do the meditation as such, there's other forms, even like going for a beach walk and getting your feet in the sand could still be a state of meditation, not the full meditation, Mm. but even my partner, he goes fishing and that's Mm. very common for men. Yeah, absolutely. Wherever you're bringing your full attention and focus onto, not in a rushed or frantic state, then that is, you can get yourself into a type of meditative state. So yeah, not that you know, full on Mm. meditation of stillness, but you are getting yourself into that meditative state. And if you're doing it with like joy, like your partner is doing fishing, Mm. then that's amazing. That's brilliant because that's calming for the nervous system. And that's what it's about really. That's true with the finding the stillness. Mm. Uh, So the lucky last one would be, I guess some people think, oh, this is pretty obvious, but we do again forget this and that is nutrition. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So Whatever we eat, it literally turns into us, right? You are what you eat, that old saying. You are. And when we think about it, you eat the food, it turns into chyma paste and then it goes into your stomach and it goes into your bloodstream and that blood goes to nourish all of your cells and build your cells of your whole body. So if you are filling yourself with crap, you are filling your cells with crap and you're going to feel a lot less energetic and a lot more burnt out and lead easier to burnout. So we want to focus on whole nutrition, whole foods. And what we like to say in Ayurveda is foods that are rich in prana and prana means life force energy. So if you've got like fresh fruit or vegetables and you extract the seeds, you can plant them in the soil and new life will grow Mm. because it's rich in prana. But if you have that same fruit and vegetable and you pull it out of a can that's been in the cupboard forever and you planted those, whatever came out of the can, new life ain't going to grow because it's been zapped of its prana. 
So we want to really enrich our food with as much prana as we can because that gives us natural energy and that will diminish leading to burnout. Oh, such a good reminder there. Mm. Love it. Any other tips when it comes to the nutrition side of things? I think we are so used to just grazing and snacking all day and eating whenever we want. But I know it sounds boring, but back to that whole routine thing, having three meals a day, three structured meals a day is actually a lot more beneficial for your body because between the meals, we give our digestive system a break. And we have this concept in Ayurveda called Agni, our digestive fire. And when that's diminished, it can diminish our agony is not only responsible for digesting our food, but also our thought process and our mental capability. So if we don't have a strong agni because we've overloaded it with food throughout the day and not having our regular times, mm. then we're also overloading our mental capacity because everything we absorb, whether that's a thought, a feeling or food, it leaves a subtle impression on our mind and our body. The more I guess, negative impressions that we have to deal with, the more it's going to lead to burnout because, you know, we have to have a coping mechanism to deal with all of those things, just like when we overload our schedule. Mm, so true. Mm. Now, you have a podcast as well, don't you? Yeah, I do. Um, so what do you talk about on your podcast? All um, of this and yeah. many, many more topics? <laughs> all things health, wellness, Ayurveda, life. All the things Wonderful. to do with health and wellness. Fantastic. Yeah. So I've got a website that I want to give out. Is the podcast link on your website as well? Yeah, Harmony Inspired Health is my podcast. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So your website is harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au and then also you can find her podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you for the reminders and also teaching me about what you do because I had no idea. <laughs> Hopefully you learnt as well at home. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. You're welcome. Don't forget to share your favourite episodes of the Big Sis Pod with your besties. Knowledge is power, so keep on sharing.